GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. to our daily gun show come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour on each end of the week we have a different topic different theme so that we can get some things accomplished with our efforts here and on thursdays we take a look at uh two topics each week or two topics on thursdays sometimes both in one week and sometimes one or the other and that's travel and training and or training so today we're going to be talking about the travel side of it. Um, gun tourism in the United States in 2022 is the topic of the day. So what I think I'll be doing is opening up, I think I'm going to open up a Word document uh, instead of trying to just use the description of this video. And that gives me a nice blank page to start with here. We'll uh, make this a participatory exercise so uh, we use the or we value the uh, interactive nature of the internet tonight we'll use that so people that are joining us live can be part of the creation of this list we'll do stuff like this every once in a while in order to uh, stretch the boundaries of what people are doing over here on the YouTubes and in the uh, community so when I say thanks to the people that join us live, we do this at midnight Eastern as the uh, introduction to the show states each night. Uh, we do that because uh, that way we get this time slot to ourselves. We don't have to worry about uh, anybody corking us and can make this long format at some point. Uh, there's a bunch of Patreons, people that support what we do by subscribing to our uh, Patreon channel. And uh, that makes it possible for us to do all the stuff that we do online, including this project. So if you'd like to see this become a longer show each evening, consider jumping over to Patreon and throw us a cup of coffee, maybe a lunch each month, and uh, that could make it possible. So tonight we've got uh, Woods jumping in, and he's talking about his answer to the poll over here. And uh, then we got Gunpowder Beauty just stepping in. I don't know if she's allowed to be up this late, but we won't say nothing. And then uh, Krabby Turtle also joining us this evening. If you're out there and you want to be acknowledged, feel free to be part of the show. Or if you just want to do it silently, you can uh, be part of the poll out there. YouTube usually charges $5 to participate in the polls per vote. But we've made an agreement with YouTube this evening, and the poll is absolutely free. So if you'd like to participate, it'll be free of charge. And the uh, question is, where are you headed for gun tourism in 2022 or maybe in the future? And we've got a couple of options there because YouTube only gives us four. First one is machine gun rental or one of the machine gun shoots that happen. 
uh, the uh, Dragman's machine gun shoot is happening pretty soon. We've got the uh, famous gun ranges, maybe visiting a famous range or a place that a competition happens. I guess I could have put in there, go to a competition. Didn't have a lot of spaces, so I had to pick something. We've got industry event. A lot of people consider SHOT Show to be the pinnacle of something to do. And then uh, there's lots of other industry events, though, lots of them. And then a firearms museum, one of my favorites, and ones that we, one of the things we always uh, mention on this show whenever possible. So I had to pick four things. I stuck that one in there. As soon as I clicked the enter button, I thought, you know, I could have put Second Amendment rallies on there. I could have put some other things. So if you've got other ideas, that's what it's all about tonight. What we're going to do is create a Word document of things that people could consider for gun tourism in 2022 in the United States. Um, if we figure it all out, which happens a lot because we have a pretty capable audience that's very interactive and participatory, a lot of times we figure this stuff out, we solve things. Uh, if that happens, then we'll take on the international stuff because guess what? Most of the gun stuff happens here. If we figure it out tonight, we can also figure out everything in the whole world because, well, we're that good and we're that much more than the rest of the world has to offer. Basically, all guns come from the United States, the rest of the world metric them, and then, you know, we have to be aware of that. That's about it. I think they came up with some other kind of primer. Maybe that's it. All right, so we've got the different uh, questions here. Where are you headed for gun tourism? Machine gun rental? Uh, machine gun shoot. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to split that up into two different things. So we could go a couple of different ways with this. One would be to do like a literal list. I've done that already, though, on this particular episode, on a Thursday episode of this show, in fact, a couple of weeks ago. So we're not going to do it that route. We're just going to say the theoretical things that could be done, mainly to uh, broaden people's awareness of what all is in the gun community. A lot of people hate that word, but there's a community of people that share an interest in firearms. And because that's a broad group of people, uh, it's going to include a lot of different interests, area of interests. So uh, we'll put this part down here, I guess. Uh, just as easily have dropped this down here. And we'll get started. So if anybody's got anything to add, feel free to be part of it and uh, throw your question or your suggestions out there. Uh, John Z says he'll be checking out some gun shops. I know he recently moved, so we're going to put in gun shops as one of the big ones. Gun shops are a big chunk of our industry. So you've got the local gun shops, you know, in your area. And then you've got the, uh, you know, your regional chains and small chains or whatever. And sometimes you got to drive a little ways to get those. I mean, sometimes those are in your town, but a lot of times you got to drive a little ways to get to them. Then you get your big box stores. So there's definitely people, I don't know how many people fall into this category, but back in the day, in my experience on the line, there was people that had never been to a Cabela's or a Bass Pro. I'm one of them. At one point in my life, I hadn't been to either of those stores, but I'd heard about them from other people, you know, chatting them up, saying how great they were. So I was curious to go to them for the first time. Then I went to the big one in ben, ben, Brett Branson, Missouri. Uh, John Z wouldn't know about Missouri. Oh, right. John Z, Missouri EDC. What's, a, what's going on with that? Oh, yeah, he just moved out there. 
So, um, you know, you got your, the big, I mean, is that the first one? The, the big one that's uh, got the NRA museum in Branson um, is a big Bass Pro. So that's kind of a unique experience just going to such a giant Bass Pro. It's got some kind of giant fish tank in it too. World's biggest fish tank, I think. And then uh, I don't know where the world's biggest Cabela's is, but that might be interesting. So Bass Pro, from what I understand, if I remember this correctly, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Bass Pro has the giant fish tanks. Cabela's has a bunch of stuffed animals. So Cabela's is kind of interesting if you like looking at stuffed animals. And then Bass Pro is interesting if you like looking at a bunch of fish tanks. But they're both giant stores, so those are kind of interesting in themselves too. Um, I don't know about shopping there. I've never been the type to just run around with a bunch of money buying stuff everywhere. So I go to the store to experience it and then keep going because I've only, I now live near one of them. Uh, the closest ones to me are up in Phoenix. So I'm literally a tourist when I go up there to look at them. And then in Vegas, I've been to them. And then in other states, I've been to them, I guess. So we got the gun shops at all those different levels. And then I'm going to suggest you've also got gun shops. So when you're on vacation, so what do we call that? Um, yeah, I'm just going to say on vacation or when traveling. Because sometimes you're traveling for work or something and you can still sneak out and check out a gun shop. Um, there's this one place that I go sometimes for an appointment and I've noticed there's a gun shop a little ways away. So what I could probably do is try pushing that appointment back and then the gun shop will be open maybe. So I could try going to that gun shop, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things with gun shops and then you've got your famous gun shops. So um, some of us have been to the gun shops, um, like the gun shop in, in Terminator. Terminator Gun Shop, you can go there. It's a place. So it's not a gun shop anymore, but you can go into the building. They didn't tear the building down last time I looked. So me and Smeggy went there. I don't know if Smeggy went in. I think he went in. And then uh, um, my dog was there, not this dog. And then uh, we went to the gun shop from the movie Falling Down. And then there's other gun shops you can go to and other surplus stores. So I'm going to throw famous surplus stores in there just because same thing. You can see some of those and surplus stores are pretty good to go to. So we're going to put surplus stores just uh, as far as another thing to check out. Um, whenever I'm on the tours, I'll go to a surplus store whenever I can. I'm a big fan of surplus stores and some really good ones. Man, I think it was in San Antonio. I'm almost positive one of them was in San Antonio. Definitely one in Billings, Montana. One of the coolest ones is in Billings, Montana. Um, where else is good ones? There's some good ones in Utah, I think, but they were all closed on the Monday we were driving around looking at them. But they seem pretty good. And then, uh, oh, shit, there's an awesome one in Indiana. Holy moly, is there a good one in southern Indiana. I think it's right where Rick is. But uh, it's in a, oh man, that's a good one. There's um, some good surplus stores. So uh, if you know of any good surplus stores, throw them out there. Um, let's see. So then that was this comment from John Z earlier. Let's do then making a do do do. 
right, doing some stuff. Absolutely, there are many local shops. Don't even need to uh, just happen and whatever. Just found out about this. All right, so trying to read the comments. Years ago, doing a thing about rhetoric up the mountain to avoid heat, the web would hang out. Oh, I guess he's talking about a time when John Z hosted something. John Z created file territory and early bird chat. So if you got a problem with them, you can blame John Z for that. All right. So then what other kind of tourism? Because that's really what we're here talking about. We got spun off on the gun shops because of Gunji or because of uh, John Z's comment over there. So uh, surplus stores, there are some famous ones. I guess I'll just drop this, drag it and drop it to there. And then, uh, I don't know how come it went bold. You got your just really good ones. There was actually a pretty good one in Ohio, now that I'm thinking about it. So I don't know if that's necessarily tourism, but for me, that's tourism. There's a really good reloading store, so I don't know how many of those there are. Uh, so I'm going to put in manufacturers. Now, a lot of them, no kind of tours, but some of them have tours. And some of them have museums and stuff with collections and things. So uh, I guess I can put that together, manufacturer factory tours. Then you've got some, um, what would you call them? I guess these aren't still gun shops anymore. You got some, uh, I don't know what to call, like a engraver or a stock maker and stuff like that. Sometimes those kind of um, modifiers or gunsmiths, I guess, uh, will uh, have something. Not often, but some of those will have something. Oh, you know what? We can get into a whole nother thing here. Let's get away from stores and get into... Guess what the other topic for this day usually is? That's right, firearms training. All right, so we can get into that here in a bit. And then, and I'm putting that pretty high on the list because most people don't even consider training. And that's at your, you know, you're really at a disadvantage when you do that. Then you've got uh, two-way rallies. That's a big thing. Again, never go to a rally. You never get to see just who is active and guns out there. Uh, let's see. So what other kind of things can we think about? We've got the uh, shooting events, uh, such as the uh, Red October, the Clash Bash. What am I missing? We've got the, uh, I'm going to call them industry events. I think we already had industry events in here. Industry events, I'm going to call that one the rod of iron because that's a bit more of a media slash thing. So uh, rod of iron. And I'm going to call the, uh, what's that thing in Pennsylvania called? The Pennsylvania right after SHOT Show. 
Uh, Big Sandy is one of the machine gun shoots. It's the only one. Well, there's a couple of them again. So we're going to say uh, Big Sandy for sure. And then, of course, the ones we just mentioned. John Z has sent us a shop I want to check out called Cherokee Firearms. It looks like a cool shop, and they are open every day till 7. That's right. That's cool. Great American Outdoor Show. Thank you. That's what it's called. All right, so you got those kind of things, and I'm probably missing a couple. Uh, then you got, where'd I put rallies? So you've got your state-level your state level rallies. And then you've got your national rally, 2A rally. Uh, that just made me think of shooting competitions also. And one of the things we, come on, one of the things we talked about over here was famous shooting ranges. So I'm going to grab that and add that to shooting competitions because I'm guessing that most, I'm just going to assume here that most people that are into shooting ranges are into competition for some reason of some sort, I shouldn't say. We know why, but I'm saying, I think that, uh, I don't think there's too many people that are just into going to ranges by themselves. Uh, I'm going to put this in here towards the end because it's not really a thing for me. I'm going to put it after you say Civil War. Uh oh, are you allowed to say that anymore? Shit, they just took that word from us. But battlefields. Little did I know a million years ago when I was being dragged to Civil War battlefields that if I ever talked about it on the internet a million years later that there'd be fucking uh, logarithms searching it out to make fun of us or abuse us as some sort of fucking radicals or whatever the fuck. Anyway, Civil War battlefields exist pretty much all over the East. And then other, I'm going to just put battlefields. How about that? And then I'll put Civil War as one of them because there's also the revolutionary. Oh, she can't talk about that either. Revolutionary. War or battle for independence, maybe it's called. I don't know what they're allowed to call it now. Civil War. Damn it. And then War 1812. Nobody talks about it. The other one, Spanish American War. And I go on and on, right? Other battles. So I think those are neat. Oh, I don't really, but I've been to them a lot, and they're things that are often overlooked. Um, and then what other things could there be? Oh, Civil or War reenactments. That's actually an itch more interesting than just going to the battlefields for sure. Um, I'm going to definitely go over here and hork that so I don't have to rewrite it. Now, that's something that's more of an East Coast thing. They might do it out here, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I've never seen anybody talk about it or whatever, so... I think that's more of an East Coast thing where you literally have the battlefields all the time. It must be annoying, I'm assuming, to have a giant battlefield where nobody does anything on it because it's a battlefield and they're honoring the battle and all the people and everything. But, uh, yeah, it's, they're pretty big sometimes. And you can't, like, go picnic on them or nothing. Lewis and Clark sites. 
gun adjacent. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, here's the thing about the air gun. It's actually pretty neat. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that under historic locations, right? Because there's we've got all kinds of interesting things like forts and things and whatever. But the Lewis and Clark stuff is more like a bunch of things because they moved around. They were bugging. But the definitely the air gun thing and that whole part of it is you know enough more than adjacent you know it's just it's just a realm of guns so i'm going to get rid of the adjacent part but um i guess that's sort of like this so i'm going to put the whole battlefields under historic locations i guess because that's just a subset of historic locations but there's other things besides battlefields uh okay so then I'm gonna put the stupid Smithsonian in here. Oh no, wait. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in here. Cause then you can go there and go, where the hell are all the guns? How come you don't have any of the guns? You have more guns than any museum, but you don't have any of them on display. And then maybe they'll put some on display. But uh, I'm just gonna put a link to all my firearms museums cause it's too much to list for real. So uh, go over to gun shop guide and you don't have to log in you can just go in you don't have to worry about running it you can just go in go to the museum section and i guess i don't have them numbered but we got quite a few of them over here and we'll just drop that in here as part of the notes And I found a few Amish happenings around town, so I'm going to check those out. Um, Amish might be interesting. They do a lot of stuff on their own. And um, what else do you call that? There's a, a name for when they do like the, what's that place called? The Joan, Jamestown, right? Colonial Williamsburg. Colonial Williamsburg. I'm going to say reenact. Well, is that sort of a reenactment? I'm going to just say historic reenactment. How about that? Because there is one. It's not, I guess it, I'm putting it as, in as a museum. I have it listed in the gun shop guide museum list there. But there's uh, Colonial Williamsburg. You can go there and watch them build guns in the old oldie way. Oldie with an E at the end. All right. So we got machine gun shoots. We also have... Las Vegas. We have New Jersey. Wait, is it in New Jersey yet? So we have a couple of other cities. We'll say that. And then we got Florida. Um, trying to think of where else there's pretty big machine gun tourism. Texas. And then I'm trying to think there are some other places. So others, other gun shops, I guess, or other gun ranges. But definitely Vegas is making a big deal out of uh, machine gun shoot rentals and then that kind of thing. All right, so we got the firearms museums. I guess I put the uh, Smithsonian in there as well as you've got a lot of military museums. The army is definitely the best because 
Army puts a museum on every port, po post and fort. The uh, Air Force has a bunch that are interesting. The Navy probably has some. Nobody's ever really paid attention. And then the Coast Guard probably also has some. And, oh, the Marines exist. No, I think the Marines have a pretty good one. And the Navy definitely has some good ones. There's the Medal of Honor Museum. There are the academies have museums. So there's quite a few good museums. Most of the bases and forts will have something. And then some other things exist, like uh, even in Tucson, we have some old-fashioned forts. Because back in the day, you could only put a fort up as far as a horse could go, or what, or you had to have a fort as you know every so often as far as a horse could go, to uh, be able to, you know, have uh, good supply lines and stuff. So anyway, there turns out to be a lots of old small ones, uh, and it's probably the same way back east. Um, heard that an old gun shop closed down. So I'm going to put that under gun shops. I'm going to say when traveling, but I think before big shop or after big box, let's put in there like historic or long lived gun shops are worth checking out. I got to check out a really cool gun shop uh, in, in San Antonio when I was driving through in... 18 whenever the big I don't know when that was I don't remember when that was anymore but it was a long time ago in in San Antonio and that shop has since gone out of business and that was a really cool shop so again one of these people owned it for a long long time uh, there's a couple of shops like that around that I can think of that I visited so definitely checking out those kind of things What is Woods talking about? The governor mansion has guns, all the walls and ceilings, like hundreds. What's all that about? I need a, something, something on there. Oh, or wait, are you talking about at Colonial Williamsburg? Yeah, from what I understand, and I have been there when I was a little kid, so I can't remember it at all. But from what I understand from people talking about it now and reading it and stuff, is that there's the gunsmith building where they make the guns and they'll make a gun or two in there like they do make guns there but they're not making that many guns but then because they're being handmade and everything and they're not in any rush or anything but then if you go to the governor's mansion building in the area then there's the museum of guns and that's supposedly a pretty decent museum of guns you're saying hundreds let's find out um Colonial Williamsburg started up in like the 60s, I thought, something like that. I don't have it in my list because I haven't been there, so I'm going to go down to this list. Springfield, what, I don't have it in this list? That must be the ones that I visited. So let me go down here. It looks like something like this. Colonial Williamsburg Museum. 500. Most of them are on display. 70 of them are on display in the museum. It was created in 1930. And I don't think it's actually the place, but they took a place that was similar and then created this 
old-fashioned type E type of thing and have been remembering our history since. It's pretty neat. Considering we live in a throwaway society where this kind of stuff isn't really all that valued and often unappreciated. So, cool. All right, so uh, let's see. The, the guide said the governor had guns on the walls as a tactics to scare the natives. Oh, well, that's interesting. I guess it makes sense, though, if people aren't familiar with them, they call them smoke. Oh, man, what they call them? No, thunder. Thunderstick? Yeah, I think they call them thundersticks for a while. So if you've never seen one before, then, yeah, it scares the shit out of you. Same thing with the uh, air rifles. Okay, so then uh, what else do we got? We've got uh, firearms training. We could talk about that a little bit. So first you've got your your general training, your like normal uh, familiarization. And awareness. You can probably get some safety, uh, like hunter safety, that kind of thing, gun safety. You got your RSO, range safety. So you can take these kind of classes, places, and that's an excuse to go take, I mean, if you're gonna take hunter safety class, let's say, then why not go take that place, why not go take that um, somewhere awesome? Uh, if you're going to take a hunter safety class, why not find out if your guide is going to offer that and then take it with them instead of just taking it online. So maybe take a hunter safety class somewhere cool. Uh, if you're going somewhere on vacation or whatever, maybe you can take a hunter safety class when you're there. And that's a cool way to spend an afternoon with find out some hunters and have cool conversations at lunch. You're supporting a small business in the area and it's way cooler than hanging out in a room watching Netflix or whatever. I found out some shit about Netflix today on the internet. I don't like Netflix anymore. I don't know about you. I don't like Netflix anymore. Uh, let's see. Then you got hunter safety. You got range safety officer. Even more so, you got to take runners RSO because you figure you need it, or you think it'll look good on your resume, or maybe you just want it. You want to be able to save a life. You think it's responsibility as a gun owner who's at that level to be able to help other people and know that it's not just the same as saying you are when you actually go and sit through a class with uh, actual instruction you actually learn right what it's like to actually be a range safety officer you know take that obligation as lightly that responsibility so so uh in uh lately hold on so if you're going to take a range safety officer officer class why not take it somewhere awesome? Go take it at some range where you don't normally get to shoot. For me, I would drive up somewhere in Phoenix or something cool, or maybe somewhere in Vegas. Make an excuse next time you're driving somewhere, you have to uh, go on a road trip for work or something. Uh, you're going to be on an extended trip someplace for some reason. Call the ranges around. Find out if you can get an RSO. Half the time you get RSO, it's RSO. It's national level certification or qualification. It's not something you have to get for the state. So take it at an out-of-state range. Again, you're supporting people out of state. What if you took an RSO, range safety officer class, at six or eight different places and put that online? You'd create an awareness and create an, a, a project that no one's ever done before. Nobody has ever done that before. I think that might be neat. You'd meet all kinds of interesting people, and you could be uh, 
you know, again, doing it in places where normally you're just going to the closest place or doing it online or whatever. And a lot of places are willing to do that kind of stuff online. Uh, same thing with gun safety, I guess. You could take that any place, but uh, that might be a good way to uh, have an excuse to hang out someplace when you're out of town. I'm going to take a gun safety thing here this, this when I go on that trip or give me an extra day when I'm there because I like to take a gun safety class. I would say take a CCW class. I'm going to put that in here also. Taking CCW classes is a lot of fun. Um, taking them out of state would be super interesting. You'd learn stuff. Um, let's see. What other kind of firearms training? Then you get your actual tactics, you know, your small arms tactics and that kind of thing. Um put tactical i guess most people call it that and then uh then you got your marksmanship right so the people that are going to teach you long range or competition or something and then you got your coaching a lot of times in order to get time with a real coach a good coach a coach what you're looking for you got to go to them they're not driving around looking at that sometimes they are driving around so i'm going to put in traveling instructors right so you've got people that are poking around all the time and uh, I've had classes with Masada Yuba in a couple of different places now so that's an interesting thing you could go technically uh, try to take every class with somebody in a different place and that makes it a whole nother level of fun or interest right uh, let's see then you have your shooting schools I pause every once in a while because I've got a madhouse of mosquitoes I'm trying to kill with this electric price water so I don't get all bit up. Okay, so you got your shooting schools, the established ones, of course, Gunsight being the first one, um, Thunder Ranch probably being the big one that everybody digs currently, uh, Front Sight, which also exists. You've got uh, others, I'm missing, Range Master. You've got the uh, one in... Northwest Shooting Academy, something like that, up in Washington State. Uh, let's see. Next up would be, uh, you know, famous instructors and that kind of thing, people that you want to get um, opportunity to see their instruction or their techniques or their uh, uh, style. And then you could do training at specific ranges. So I'm going to put that one in here. So if you're going to go check out Talladega, why not get instruction from somebody at Talladega instead of just checking it out? So training at interesting locations or something that's like exclusive, like train and learn, right? Uh, where you're going to get not only interesting education, instruction and stuff, uh, but at an exclusive situation where not everybody can just go to that range and hang out. Uh, there's a couple of things I can think of that are similar to that. Uh, I guess similar to shooting schools and similar to traveling to take a class at an interesting location would be something like the, um, how's the name of that thing? Scrotus. What's the name of that thing in 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 Florida? Swout. Swout. S W O T. Southwest. No. South Florida. Float. S F L O. I don't know how it was 
but there's a couple of ranges that people go to uh go into that range in uh new jersey where uh range for hire it would be cool to take some kind of class there all right so probably got more stuff in training i'll think of for two a rallies you got your state levels you got your national levels you got your um occasional or unique you know the instances uh which are interesting to be able to check out you've got ones that are going to be important for uh areas of interest let's say so we haven't seen any but maybe there'll be some for focused interest i'm guessing like 3d print or something like that carrying an ar or owning an ar i guess at some point if they start going after handguns they'll have to be things that go i'm marching for my handgun or whatever i think that's how you spell it groups all right, well, so I don't know if anybody else is participating out here. Uh, looking for gun tourism in 2022, creative things to do. The focus on guns, Second Amendment, uh, with your travel dollar and your travel time in 2022. We've been going for about 37 minutes, just kind of rambling here. So I'm going to go through and check, take a look at the poll, say hey to people that are joining in in the live thing, give people a chance to listen to the lag and follow up with uh, some points, some things to uh, suggest. So the poll at this point has a dead heat. Is that the way you say it? A dead tie between an industry event and a firearms museum. Both of those got 43%. Machine gun rental is at 14%, and no one has any interest in going to a famous shooting range. It's interesting. So uh, some of the people that are out there going in backwards order are John Z, who's now in Missouri. Are you going to be the Missouri outcast now? Uh, the shop you mentioned has an indoor shooting range on site. Nice. The Cherokee Arms, Cher Cherokee something. Nice. John says he's definitely going to be checking out some classes. Nothing too fancy or hardcore. Still better than nothing. Check it out and see what you do. Like some people are like, oh, I'm just going to go, you know, play a little guitar. And the next thing they know, they're playing in some kind of band and having a good time. Doesn't mean you got to try to be uh, Bon Jovi, right? But you can go hang out and have fun with some friends playing music. So the same thing. You could go to a class and find out, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm, in, I'm helping an instructor do their thing. The instructor goes around the country and learns and brings it back and shares it with me. So next time they come to town, I'm definitely gonna be here. And now you've got a, you know, a group of people that it costs a couple of hundred bucks to be in this club, this group of people that are interested in on the same kind of thing and they're learning from the same uh, set of people or at least some similar sets of people. And then more than likely, uh, unless you're not going to ever shoot with them again, you might meet them at the range, meet them at a competition in town, meet them at uh, some other class or something. So you're going to, you know, have got a group of people. And then again, depending on what kind of situation you've got and what kind of ranges and stuff, some like we got a lot of public land in Arizona. So people will say, hey, let's get together on Saturday and set up some targets and go do something. And it turns out that three people brought a couple of friends with them and now you're shooting with somebody you knew from a class that kind of stuff can happen and normally you'd meet you know that kind of situation you get six or eight people out there shooting 
two of them don't know each other. But now two of them took a class together. So now I don't know what they were saying. So, you know, the, you've got a different group dynamic to that whole thing. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? Ellen Anchor is is sponsoring a thing. What's that? Is that a shoot? So you've got some shoots that are not necessarily, they're not rallies and they're not shooting competitions, but they're, maybe they are a competition. Let's see what they say. But I know, uh, let's go check it out. It's over on the Instant Grams. So we're going to be able to get the, inst the information about this instantly from Instant Grams. Going to jump right on over into my circles because that's usually where the uh, Allen Anchors are hanging out. There they are. We'll go to their channel. Pay no regards to their patches. They have a lot of patches for sale. They're always putting out patches. So here's the thing I'm talking about. Social shoot events. Is that what it's called? No, SoCal shoot. That's why I messed that up. SoCal shoot events. That'll be in October, October 22nd, 2022. That's a lot of twos. That's, you know, how two A it is. Um, but uh, they could have done it in February, but whatever. Bring back the fun we all know and love. They aspire to build a tight-knit firearms community. So they're building some sort of firearms community by going to this thing, which is not necessarily a competition from what I understand, but maybe it is. I don't know. SoCal Shoot Events pre pre presents Trigger Treat. Oh, I see what it is. Some kind of play on trick or treat. Uh, it's a community effort and a uh, place for people to go and hang out. Alan Anchor saying the SoCal shoot, it hasn't happened for a few years because of everything that's been going on, but it's back at the end of October. And they're going to be there with their stuff. And then they've got a black glow patch. Why would anybody see a black glow patch? Can't see it. This one. The only one I can see that's black and glowing. You can go get patches at Allen Acres Instant Grams. Right here. Oh, is this how it is? I can't Instant Gram put a real word in there. There, there it is. That's a real word. Glad to hear California hasn't totally murdered 2A. Well, it's hard to murder 2A, but it's definitely, it's able to murder the um, interest in it and the uh, um, attitude of the people in the area for sure. So it's good to see that they're doing stuff to uh, keep things going. So I don't know what to call that. I'm going to call that a kind of a, you know, somewhere between a rally and a shooting event. So what did they call it? The SoCal shoot. Yeah. Oh, it's in the circles. Um, let's see. So, otherwise, we've got uh, the plain old shooting events. Now, there's also, I think we already put competitions in here. So, you got your famous shooting ranges, there's going to be your national competitions. or national, what are those things called? National championships. 
And that's one of those things where, again, if you're going to spend time out on the road, you're going to travel, you're going to do something, you want to get some use out of the trailer or whatever, uh, then that's something you can uh, go support and be part of. And so I imagine pretty fun to hang out with a bunch of people that are maybe got some skin in the game. Um, it's been a long day and I can barely keep my eyes open. Well, I hear how that is. We do the show in the middle of the night for the people that are up overnight, for the people that are resetting everything and uh, rebuilding and getting everything cleaned up. But uh, it is sometimes uh, difficult to do a whole day's worth of stuff and then do the show. I'm going to attempt to save this real quick so that I don't lose anything in the thing. What are we going to call this? Gun tourism. i call this... Uh, there we go and then go through this list again so i gave everybody a chance to uh, throw some stuff in here nobody really did so we'll just go through and check out some of the stuff we came up with tonight in addition to firearms training we've got the 2a rallies the shooting competitions uh different shooting events that are more like uh participatory situations. You've got gun shops, all different kinds of gun shops, reasons to go to different gun shops. And the same thing with surplus stores. Uh, some manufacturers that offer factory tours. I'm gonna put manufacturers in there just because some of them are just fun to go check out. And then uh, factory tours are sort of a plus. Sometimes they'll have a day or something like, a, oh, what would you call that? A um, Oh, I can't think of the word for that now. But uh, sometimes they'll have a date where they bring people in and say, you know, here's a tour kind of thing. And um, then you get your gunsmiths. I'm trying to think what else. I know that there's at least a couple of gun shows that I know of that, uh, that uh, the feature the engraving and stuff like that. Uh, work, I guess. I don't know where to put knives in here. Now that made me start thinking about the knife shows because basically that one show in Vegas does that and knives. So I'm going to throw knife. I'm going to put like this knife events. And then you've got your knife show the big one and you've got your gun shows that are knife-ish. All right, so then machine gun rentals, that's a big one. And those are going to be at your, well, either at a machine gun shoot or at a gun shop. I guess at a gun range, technically. 
or at the uh, or at the uh, what do we call in the uh, kind of range day uh, events? I'm gonna call that. So those clash things, so the evolution of gun shows that happen at the gun ranges, I'm going to call those range day events. I don't know why I didn't think of doing that before, so I'm just going to do that from now on, I think. And, uh, you know, you're going to get an opportunity to shoot machine guns there. You're also going to have your annual events, like the Dragon Man machine gun shoot that's about to happen, uh, you know, at ranges or wherever. But I'm sure that Florida has some kind of, in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, Florida has some sort of big uh, annual thing. There's a machine gun. You can shoot the machine gun from Red Dawn. So I'm going to put in here machine gun rental in addition to annual events just because it's so cool. Like shoot famous guns. Actually, that'd be a fun project to try to track down how many ranges have famous guns at their uh, ranges, because I'll bet you a bunch do. In fact, I'll bet you some of the ones in Vegas might. Put that in the italics. That's because the fanciness you can do with the uh, Word document here. All right, so then you got the uh, machine gun shoot. Uh, you've got, you know what, I'm going to put something else down here. Historic locations, something like, well, I guess we kind of got it in there. All right, I'll put it in there. So then we got the uh, industry events. I guess I was going to say machine gun shoots. We've got Big Sandy. You've got your Las Vegas rentals. You've got annual events. You've got media events, which are not unobtainable to get access to, especially if you're uh, creating content anyway. Well, let's see. So then I'm going to also put in there industry events because there's getting to be more and more of these. Uh, Clover went to like two or three of them this year. There's people at one right now, I think. So I don't know how many of my machine guns going on, but there's definitely these different shoots. All right. And then we got the specific industry events. I can't even list them all, but there's a bunch. Uh, and then a whole bunch of, with media. The museums, or so many of them, I'm not going to list them all, but uh, there's the military branches, each have one, and then there's, well, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of them all over the country. Then you've got the historic locations, which would be mm, probably hit or miss as far as how many, uh, what do you call like guns you're going to find on display. Sometimes they have a couple on the wall, which are kind of interesting. And you know what else I'm going to put in here? Like VFW halls or that kind of thing. Small museums, small non-gun. I mean, there's definitely some non-gun museums. I can't spell museums. There's some 
in the gun museums, there's some museums that are not gun museums. They're art museums and they just happen to have guns in them. So some of these uh, non-gun museums, other kind of museums that might have guns in them could be uh, something to, to, to visit. And then share, because that's the whole thing is then sharing this stuff and getting it part of the bigger collective. This stuff changes. I can tell you that the museums I visited are different than when I visited them. So I've already created a snapshot in the timeline of you know the evolution of these museums. So going having been to one doesn't mean you never want to go back. Having had someone go to it and share it doesn't mean you know we're done. That's all we need. We could you know have a uh, place to share the internet. The continuing uh, updates on those places is the big goal. Uh, let's see. Then we got the battlefields, all different kinds of them. Uh, then uh, that was it. That's everything I've got. So has anybody else uh, got anything? There are people watching, but not too many people chatting. So I'm guessing that uh, nobody's got any other suggestions or ideas for gun tourism in the United States in 2022. Uh, we kind of had it in here, but we didn't uh, put it in here too much. But there's the uh, famous movie locations. Uh, filming, filming locations, I guess. Uh, from you got your westerns, you got your army or whatever you want to call them, like war movies, and then you got your just action movies, etc. So lots of those out there, and since a lot of stuff was filmed around, it's kind of cool to go there. Uh, some of the, what do you call the um, sets are still around, depending on what it is. Let's see. Oh, that's an old comment. I was like, what? Kids are saying something. All right, so nobody's saying anything else. I guess that'll be it for film and locate for uh, gun tourism in the United States in 2022. Hopefully, if people are traveling, then this gives them some idea. If they're planning for traveling in the future, gives them some idea. If they're thinking about uh, what to support or what could use some attention or what to do a topic on for a project, any of these things I think would be uh, interesting. Not too many people uh, uh, focus on some of the where the you know the stuff that isn't the uh, flash and sizzle. So here's a bit of it. Here's the non-flash and the non-sizzle. Some of the uh, places to go, things to do, and things to support, to keep awareness, to help normalize guns, to help keep uh, regular folks aware of the all this, the layers of what gun owners got going on and the reasons people are interested in guns. I'm missing stuff in here. I know I'm missing something. Hunting. So nobody said that, but I'm going to throw hunting in here. So you've got your, um, you know, critters that you're hunting. You've got your, your locations. You've got your guides. Some people probably want to shoot with some folks, but, you know, some people want to go certain places. Some people are looking to hunt a certain thing. Some people are restricted by seasons. And then, uh, uh, some people are just looking for the challenge. 
Okay, I can't spell that either. So what else would there be? Um, probably uh, photography or something like that. Uh, you've got your uh, people that would be interested in the craftsmanship and the art. So, you know, touring to some of the places where stuff is either made or on display. Let's see, Washington County Machine Guns is the place for the high explosive class. Okay. I don't know what that is. So you could try to think of what other elements there, what other angles there are for it. I think we might hit them all now. But if we miss something and you're swearing at the computer or at your earphones or whatever it is you're listening to this on in the future and you're not one of the people listening to us live who didn't come up with anything either, you can not only be mad at the show for not coming up with whatever it is you just came up with and that we're missing, but you can also get mad at all the people out there that aren't telling us what it is either because they're not. So uh, we look at the poll and as it ends, machine gun rental is at 25%. Industry events and firearms museums are both tied with 38%, no, 37%. So uh, it looks like people are gonna evenly want to attend some kind of an event this year, an industry event, or go to the firearms museum. Maybe you could do both depending on where the event is and which museum you haven't been to. Uh, we'll drop a quick link to Gun Shop Guide, which is a place where uh, we put a bunch of the gun shops we visited in the tours and travels over the years but then also a place where we uh, archive a bunch of firearms museums, the reviews and the information that we've accumulated for the different projects and stuff. We put all that stuff online and it's all over here where you can take a look at it. Doesn't cost nothing because Patreons make it all possible. A couple of people uh, subscribe to what we do. They buy us a cup of coffee, they buy us lunch each month and that money goes to supporting the uh, servers and the software and also our time so we can continue to develop stuff like this and have projects like this daily show where we chat about the stuff that we're all interested in. So uh, thanks everybody for showing us for showing up on Thursday and being part of the show. If you're listening to this in the future, consider dropping us some kind of feedback wherever you're watching it. So we know where to keep putting this stuff. We'll uh, be back tomorrow with a wrap up of the week. On Fridays, we take a look at other people and what they've been posting that has to do with the second amendment not just to archive what they're doing and to kind of monitor the news, but also to uh, create a kind of a focus and a reflection on uh, the direction and the opportunities that we've got and what we're capitalizing on and what we're, we're not. So uh, we try to offer a bit of editorial as well, you could say. So join us for that tomorrow. If you'd like, we'll be back on Saturday to answer gun questions. I'll throw a quick plug out for that before we end it. And thanks for watching. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature. And we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. That'll be Saturday at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror.
GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice at least once a month and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do 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 do.